Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Top of the morning. Follow the money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard with you live in downtown Las Vegas. In five minutes, our good buddy Paul Stone is going to join the program. We will preview the Big Ten and talk week zero. College football is finally here, folks. We get it this weekend. So, uh, Mr. Stone coming up at that time. Major League Baseball from last night. Dodgers, Padres went until 4 o'clock on the East Coast. 1 a.m. out here on the West Coast. Dodgers won in 16 innings by a score of 5-3. to three. It was 1-1 in the 15th. Total on the game was 8. Yeah, so that was a nice push to have. Dodgers, though, what are they, 80 and 47? And where are they at now with the ROI? You're still down. You're down huh. four units. They're down four units on the season. They're 80 and 47. And imagine what the record would be if he didn't have all those blown saves by Jansen and a horrific extra inning record. Amazing, but true, they lost 11 straight in extra innings. Yeah. Uh, they got one last night, so they're now 4 and 11 in extra innings. 80 and 47. And over the win total is still in play here. They have to finish. Well, it depends on what number you got. Yeah. To go over. It's uh, like 24 and 11. 111 to 12. To go over that 103 mark. Uh-huh. And all the injuries, too. I'll tell you. Just, and, and Blake Snell, to his credit, he was awesome last night. He was great. But Bueller mm-hmm. was also equally. In, but what Bueller is now, I think, even money to even win money. the Saw Young today. At Makes Bat sense. Rivers, that's right. Yep. Okay. Worst ROI, Arizona. A bit of a comeback. Only down 28 units. Oh, is that it? Yep. 43 and 85 on the season. And then it's Baltimore. <laughs> then it's Baltimore. Second worst ROI, 39-86. and 86. Well, nice job by them getting the win last night. Down 25 units. That was a shame. That was unfortunate. It was what was coming up ahead. Uh, Texas down 19 units. And Minnesota, 18 and change. Number one ROI, the Giants. Up almost 30 units. Sure. Another win yesterday. It's 82 and 44. What a story. Yeah. 80 to 1. 90 to 1 to win the division. Dodgers $1.70 to win the division at Bet Rivers. Ooh, okay. Seattle, right behind San Francisco, up 28 units. Then Tampa, then Detroit. Detroit, six games under 500, yet up 14 units on the season. And, you know, compare that to the Dodgers. And then Milwaukee, number five. Brewers, 78 and 49. My God. Un- phenomenal ball they've been playing. Absolutely. They didn't yep. get off to a hot start. Uh, this is a good email on Otani from Andrew, who lives about 45 minutes north of Baltimore. Said it's been uh, ungodly hot and humid the last few days. Otani looked exhausted last night and very, very hot. It seemed like every pitch he was taking, his head off and running his hands through his hair. Not saying uh, his analysis is better than people who are saying the velocity is down. Watch out. Um, But it's only an observation. Maybe Otani is a fade in humid conditions going forward. He said he's not sure what the humidity is like over in Japan, if he's used to it or not. As a guy who lives 45 minutes from Baltimore, just said, you know, again, pointing out, Conditions last night, ridiculously hot. He didn't have it. No, he didn't. 6-2 lead. Come on. And then it gives up two right away. Uh, but, they, but the Angels' bullpen in the eighth, my God. Six, you saw the lead 6-5 in the eighth. Yeah, you know, I, know. I mean, 
if Otani was yeah. the Otani that we had from July 1st on, they, they have a 6 nothing lead. Mm-hmm. And he'd probably go seven innings strong last night. So, And the losing streak is so alive, and we're celebrating today. Uh, it's Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Big 10 preview, week zero chatter. Paul Stone joins the program to give his best bets coming up next. This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. Riding an 11 game winning streak, the New York Yankees are a $1.10 road favorite of the Oakland A's today at the Coliseum, 8.5 under the total. Yankees still 4.5 back of Tampa Bay in the AL East, but they have a three game lead in the wild card race. Cleveland, a $1.75 home favorite against the Texas Rangers. It's San Francisco, best record in baseball. A $1.22 road favorite at the New York Mets, plus 112, 8.5 under at City Field. NFL preseason tomorrow, the Colts laying two at the Lions. Jets, a four-point home favorite against the Eagles. Carolina, a four-point home favorite against the Steelers, who will start Dwayne Hatton. The VSIN Pro Football Betting Guide has arrived. Get contest strategies, conference predictions, win total over-unders, player and coach award picks, plus power ratings for every team. Get the guide for just $19.99 or start your free trial and get full VSIN access for the season at vsin.com slash subscribe, vsin.com slash subscribe. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest VSIN odds at vsin.com. And remember... Cash and tickets is what it's all about. It's time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. Live today, oddtrader.com studio here at Circa Resort and Casino. Go to oddtrader.com, download the free oddtrader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info that you need. You can compare sportsbook sign-up bonuses, get real-time bet tracking at oddtrader.com. This is Paul Stone's time of year. College football begins this weekend. Week zero games are upon us. And Mr. Stone joins the program here early on a Thursday morning. Good morning, Paul. How are you? Oh, just great to be with you guys, Mitch. As you said, this is my kind of year. You know, I feel like I'm in my natural habitat. We got two days before college football, so uh, just glad to be uh, getting it going again. So we're going to get a regular season win total and an outright winner in the Big Ten from you coming up in a few minutes. But with these games now uh, upon us, UCLA takes on Hawaii. Yeah, I think the you you found the opener at some books going back, you know, months ago in the summertime. Maybe UCLA around nine, nine and a half, I believe. Okay, and your number was way higher than that, but what are you doing with this game now, Paul, that it's reached 18, the Bruins' favor by that many points? Yeah, just just kind of talking, first of all, about Chip Kelly's uh, first three seasons there at UCLA. Uh, I think most people, you know, probably expected that uh, Chip Kelly would have better results than he has to date. Uh, the Bruins only 10-21 and 21 during those three years uh, to this point. Found an amazing stat looking at UCLA. During Chip Kelly's three seasons so far, they've been favored in nine games. They've lost six of those games outright. Oh. And you look at the three outright victories, and I think they may be covered two of those, but of the three outright victories in those nine games, two were against Kevin Sumlin in Arizona, the other against Colorado. Uh, so you might not be surprised to know that UCLA – 10 and 19 against the spread as a home favorite since uh, the start of the 2014 season. They clearly have better personnel than Hawaii. Uh, I believe this is Kelly's best UCLA team for sure. But 18, you know, it seems a little bit large to me. That seems like a pretty big piece of lumber for 
the Bruins to be lugging around the Rose Bowl on Saturday afternoon. So I took a small shot with uh, the Rainbow Warriors and took the 18 points over UCLA Saturday afternoon. Okay. Now, you bet another game in Week 0 months ago. UTEP minus 7 is what you got. Um, that number is long gone. Uh, what would you say about that game today? You know, I took that uh, minus 7 way back in, in late June when Chris Andrews down at the South Point posted his uh, Week 1 college football uh, lines, and that game is gone. I think it got hit again last night, and now maybe up to 10 and even 10.5 in some spots. But my play was totally a play against New Mexico State. Uh, New Mexico State's a team that uh, obviously has been one of the uh, worst teams in the entire FBS the last several years. They didn't play last fall, though, due to COVID. They played a two-game season in the spring. One of those games, they lost to Tarleton State, 43-17. to uh, That was just a really uh, tough loss there, the margin of defeat and so forth. New Mexico State, they didn't have a whole lot of top-shelf performers to begin with, and many of their players have since transferred out of the program, entered the transfer portal. So at 10 or 10.5, I think it's really where it is, but I did take a ticket uh, earlier this summer on UTEP uh, minus 7 over New Mexico State. Okay, but stay away right now where the number is at. I got you. Um, So you you don't have an opinion on the Nebraska-Illinois game, but what do you think of Bielema here in year one with the Fighting Illini? Yeah, I mean, it's a, you know, he, he's a guy who's obviously uh, had different levels of success as a head coach, making his debut uh, at home on Saturday against Nebraska, getting, it looks like now, six and a half points uh, pretty much universally. It's always difficult to know, first of all, a first game, even with an existing coach, to know what's, you know, what's going to be uh, let loose on the field in week one. And when you have a entirely new staff coaching for the first time it becomes even more difficult but i think he's got a you know he's got his job cut out for him you know this is a a team that's endured nine straight losing seasons uh the last winning season was in 2011 now we went seven and six then so he's got a tough job to do he likes to run the football you know clearly if he can just get some of the in-state players if he can cut into notre dame's uh you know, strong grip on the Chicago area and some of the other schools that recruit there. You know, he, he's got the talent, uh, the recruiting base nearby. He's just got to uh, get some of the players that over the last decade or so they hadn't been getting. So it's going to be interesting to watch. Uh, it's going to be an interesting game, certainly on Saturday when they host the Cornhuskers. You know what scares me off this game a little bit, Paul? I have not heard one person make the case for the Cornhuskers. That's right. That's right. I, it's like 100% now That's right. uh, on this network and beyond. Like, it's Illinois or nothing. I haven't heard one person say Nebraska. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to get excited about uh, Scott Frost and the Cornhuskers at this point. They really, uh, really struggled. I'm going to be talking about them here in a little bit, as a matter of fact. But, yeah, that, that that is a little bit scary when, when one team's getting all the love and the other team's just being totally ignored. You know, no doubt about that. Follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Paul Stone, our guest on Twitter, at Paul Stone Sports. And you can also download uh, his podcast. Subscribe today and listen. It's called the Paul Stone Sports Podcast, wherever they're available. So your win total in the Big Ten is on Nebraska. I'm guessing, judge, you know, judging what you're, based on what you're just saying right now, you're going to go under with the Cornhuskers, yeah? Yeah, I mean, the the total that I've seen pretty much throughout the summer and, and saw again yesterday at DraftKings, Nebraska under 6.5, uh, shaded to the under. You have to lay minus 130 to go under 6.5. But I make lines on the, the vast majority of these 130 teams in the FBS, and I actually made this line 6 excuse me, and shaded it to the under at minus 140. So I think this line's a little bit off. You look at Scott Scott Frost, 
uh, his first three seasons there in charge uh, in Lincoln. They have uh, not won more than five games in a single season uh, under Frost. And now we're basically asking them to win seven games for their backers, you know, to get to the window and, and cash their regular season win ticket. You know, personally, I don't expect this Nebraska team to be markedly better than any of his first three additions there. Last year, offensively, only averaged 23.1 points per game in the uh, all-Big Ten eight-game schedule. The last time Nebraska averaged fewer points than 23.1 points per game was way back in 1968, more than 50 years ago. So they struggled offensively last year, and they didn't have many playmakers to begin with, obviously, and probably their top playmaker – a wide receiver, kind of jack-of-all-trades, Wandale Robinson. He transferred to Kentucky in the offseason. He's a guy who caught 91 passes over the last couple of years, rushed for almost 600 years, uh, 600 yards rather, uh, combined in 2019-2020, so they've lost him. The defense does return 18 of its top 20 tacklers uh, from a season ago, but they only had 13 sacks uh, last year in that eight-game season. There's not enough, you know, on-the-field matters to resolve and and address. Nebraska now has the specter of potential uh, NCAA investigation looming over the program. It just seems like a difficult ask to think that the Nebraska Cornhuskers are going to be better than a 500 football team this year. Mm. So I recommend taking Nebraska under 6.5 wins and laying the minus 130. Okay. A lot of people think there's a huge separation there at the top and no one will be able to catch the Buckeyes. How about a pick to win the Big Ten? You know, it's not very it's not very sexy, and it's just kind of, you know, I guess it would be nice if I could pull a rabbit out of my hat and, say, take somebody else in good faith and with a clear conscience. But this Ohio State team, they're available at uh, minus 230. They're at Bet Rivers. They've won the conference the last four years. Uh, they're 30-2 and two, uh, during that four-year run. And there's not really a clear-cut team or two behind them in the Big Ten right now that's really bridged the gap. Uh, You know, most of us that do our own power ratings, I know Phil Steele and his magazine, I believe he's got Ohio State uh, power ranked four and a half points uh, better than Wisconsin. I think Brad Powers, he maybe has updated his rankings, but earlier this summer I saw where Brad had his uh, rankings, Ohio State five and a half points better than Wisconsin. Mine have Ohio State six points stronger, so there's not really uh, a team right on their heels uh, there's just, you know, again, Wisconsin, the second-best team in the conference, is pretty much the consensus. This is a Wisconsin team, though. They scored a total of 20 points in three games last year in a three-game stretch consecutively against Northwestern, Indiana, and Iowa. Uh, that vaunted running attack only averaged 3.9 yards per carry last year. So this, you know, might not be one of the stronger uh, Wisconsin teams under Paul Christ. I liken this kind of a lot of people when they see you laying this kind of price, they say, you know, that's not sharp or there's no value or whatever. But if Ohio State's minus 230 and they should be, you know, for instance, minus 330, uh, then there is value. And it's kind of like the Conor McGregor, uh, Boyd Mayweather Jr. uh, boxing match that was actually four years ago today on August 26th in 2017, you know, I took a lot of tickets at, on Mayweather, uh, probably the largest play I've made in the last five years, and a lot of them were, uh, I think the lowest was probably minus 325 or 350 all the way into the 500. So sometimes I think you can get value yeah. when you take a team mm-hmm. at a minus price, and I like Ohio State uh, to do it again, even though they have a new quarterback, take the Buckeyes at minus 230 to win the Big Ten. Excellent. Very good analysis. How about how far is Tyler, Texas, 
from Frisco, Texas. And have you been to the star there with the two fields and the shopping mall and everything? It That drone was hauling ass, and it took three and a half minutes just to show everything. Right. You know, I have not been there yet, uh, Paulie. Frisco is uh, just outside of Dallas. Dallas is about 100 miles uh, due west of Tyler. So Frisco is probably about 120 miles from Tyler. So it's not far. You know, I'm, I'm a guy who I kind of just make my, you know, I take my same route. I'm not as... Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, died in the wool is like Jimmy Vaccaro, you know, going to the same store every day and seeing the same people. But I pretty well, you know, stay on my same path. But I do need to get there. Frisco is one of the uh, fast-growth cities, not only in the state of Texas, but in the U.S. Uh, a lot of great things going on in Frisco and that greater Dallas area. All right, Paul. Uh, you love betting golf matchups as well. Uh, it's a treat for us today because we don't get golf until 940 Eastern. We still have like an hour and 20 minutes. You have a, a matchup or two that you'd like to throw at us. Yeah, I'll tell you one, uh, I took Patrick Cantlay at minus 101 over uh, Bryson DeChambeau. Uh, you know, DeChambeau just has not been, even though a lot of people who uh, look at the, uh, you know, the course, have the way it matches to different players' skill sets. I've heard some people say that this course will be a little bit in DeChambeau's wheelhouse, but Cantlay's just been much more consistent than uh, Bryson, you know, this season, especially the last few weeks. So I took uh, Cantlay minus uh, 101 over DeChambeau. And then I also took Shane Lowry, I think, who I gave out here last week on uh, on this program. I took him at plus 124 over Joaquin Neiman uh, in a matchup. So took the underdog Lowry plus 124 over Neiman also in a full tournament matchup. Very good. You can download, subscribe, and listen to his podcast. It is called the Paul Stone Sports Podcast, available wherever they are. Um, and you listen to podcasts. Paul, thanks for the time today. Good luck this weekend. We'll see you soon. We'll see you guys soon. Y'all have a great weekend of college football, and be safe. Yep. Thank you. Uh, how much time do you think the, uh, Scott Frost has at Nebraska if he doesn't really start to turn it around soon? What do they win? How let's bad say, is let's, let's say they're 6-6 six and six or 5-7. and okay. seven. I think they'll bring them back six wins. I think you have to. You can't, yes. you can't abort at this point no. yet. I was on, I'm looking at William Hill. What do you think of this? And maybe it's just because UConn's so bad, and but... UCLA is laying 18. They're nine dollars on the money line. Okay. The take back on Hawaii is six to one. San Jose State's laying 23 against Southern Utah. They're minus 2,000. The take back on Southern Utah is 11 to one. Fresno's laying 27. 27, yeah. They're 7,000. And the take back on UConn is 20 to one. 20 to one on UConn. And they're laying tw- and they're catching 27. 23. 2,000. 27, 7,000. 7, $18, $9. Hmm. I was looking at that. And he, he is right. Well, yes, the, he got, I mean, UTEP is 10 now. Th- this goes back to the conversation we had with Nigel, where he would need $20 on Arsenal this weekend against City. They're like $12. Uh, what would you need, I guess, for an example? On UConn? <laughs> on UConn to actually oh. travel across the country, beat Fresno. Would you need 40 to 1? What do you need on Hawaii? Are you going to be stunned? No, if not ten, no, no, no. Ten to one? Yeah, that's yeah. not bad. No, yeah. I would not be shocked if Hawaii wins the game. No, no, neither would no. I. No, no. I mean, if, if it's it been was, a good program. Yeah, I think actually it's it's kind of close. What do you what do you say? It is it nine to one? Yeah, they were. I mean, they were in the conference yeah. title game. We, we we gave that out on air, like fifty to one. With uh, McDonald was the quarterback, and right. that was uh, Rolovich, and now it's Graham. But the. Uh, 
they've been they've been frisky the last couple of years. No, I'm not going to be surprised. But, I mean, no. this would you know to fit a narrative, so to speak. I mean, if Chip Kelly struggles in in game number one of the season, you know you know the right. vultures are going to be out. Yeah, they're going to be swirling and say, you know, this guy stinks. He's got to be out of here. You it's, know, UCLA's got to start looking for somebody else. It's only six. It's only six, six to on one. Money. Okay, yeah. So but you you made a good point. I have not heard anyone say, "Oh, Nebraska's going to win Saturday." I like Nebraska. They're going to cover. It's it's you're, it's Illinois outright. Forget about the points. That's people think Illinois is going to win the game. Yeah, and open eleven and now down to six and a half in some spots. If you if you like them, yeah, let us know. FTM at vcin.com. We're on Twitter at vcin live at Mitch Moss Radio at Holly Howard. Again, that's just from paying attention to the network, listening, watching other stuff, podcasts, whatever, reading stuff. No, I haven't heard one person say that. And now it's down, as Paul was saying, sevens are gone. Six and a half pretty much everywhere now. And this game, what, opened 11, yep. I think, in the summertime? Yeah. Okay. Good one to start the day. Got uh, that. Look, There's I a mean, pre- yeah, preseason game going on, but that uh, college football starts Saturday bright and early. Is that Liverpool match on Saturday? Or is that Sunday? I'll see. I'll look. Because that's, I think, 1230 Eastern, 930 out here. That's a must-watch game as well. It's uh, 9.30 Pacific Saturday. There you go. That's going to be same time. That is great. Yeah. That is great. Good day to be out out here at Stadium Swim. That's right. Uh I'll be here. I kind of like, as a fan of college football, I would like to see some of these programs, not necessarily from our youth, but just they were once good. Like, be be a factor at some point again. Like, Nebraska's never going to be what they once were. But to be, like, in a team that wins... Nine, ten games consistently? Sure. That'd be great. Look what Northwestern did last year. Right. Give me one of those seasons. Give me something. Give me, give, give me some hope. Yeah, sure, give me something like that. Hope. Miami, Florida, they, Texas, get back, yeah. please. Central Florida taking money, too. They were four. Now they're up to five and a half against Boise uh, on Thursday, a okay. week from tonight. A solid breakdown is available on rookie head coaches and Decent's pro football betting guide. The NFL had 41 rookie head coaches from 2011 to 2020. Guess how many won at least 10 games? We'll run it down next. Days for your winnings. Cash out instantly with Bet Rivers feature. It's called Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at Bet Rivers Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets, daily special odds boosts, and the most in play betting options out there. As always, get a $250 match bonus, fastest payout, and only a one time playthrough at Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. The offer is valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. It's also available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey, and you must be 21. Good. Uh, Breakdown in VEASAN's Pro Football Betting Guide. Well, on a lot of things, including how rookie head coaches have done since 2011. And from that year to 2020, Paulie, we had a grand total of 41 rookie head coaches. 41. How many do you think won double-digit games Oh, in their rookie season? Did LaFleur do it? He did. I have the whole list in front of me. Five. Nine. Oh. Nine. And there are some names when you look back, people are going to be like, 
wow, they won 10 games or more with that guy. And we have, what, seven new head coaches this year? Sperano? He's not on the list. It was okay. I will go from top to bottom in terms Let's of go. most wins by the coach. Jim Harbaugh in 2011. 13 games. Great story. Nobody saw it coming. Alex Smith turned around his career, and they almost went to the Super Bowl. Yep. Uh, Matt LaFleur, like you guessed, won 13. Matt Nagy, coach of the year, he won 12. And what he did with Mitchell Trubisky. Uh-huh. He's one of the guys on the list that won 12. Okay. Uh, how about a little Ben McAdoo action? What? I don't recall that. The Giants what? were 11-5 and in his rookie year, and they were 8-6-2 ATS. I don't recall that either. How long did he even last with New York? We have so many new coaches every single year. I can't even, I, I can't even guess like how long these guys were there. The Denny's sheet in front of them. The Giants have lost 10 games or more four consecutive years. Longest streak in franchise mm. history, by the way. So, yeah, he's won, he won 11. This is a surprise to nobody. Sean McVay won 11 games with the Rams. And that year, you're like, you could tell right away that season, because we were on the air in 2017, and you could just tell like probably in the latter part of September, like this is not Jeff Fisher's you know, St. Louis Rams teams that went 7-9 every single year. And they were still like 9-1 to one to win that division in September or October. Uh, Stefanski, last year coach of the year, won 11 games. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Chip Kelly. Yeah. Chip Kelly won 10. And the thing about Chip Kelly was, like, they figured it out that one year in Philadelphia. After that, obviously, was not great. Then one year in San Francisco, done. And people just wanted to write him off. The guy completely stinks. And now if he doesn't turn around at UCLA by the end of this year, it's like, okay, he could probably never coach again. No, that's a misnomer. He's a good coach. He's a good coach. He wasn't a good personnel guy. And a good And a good locker room guy. And he pissed a lot of people off there. Yep. But, uh, you know, I don't know why he was fired because something with the Christmas party, too. But uh, he, that, what, he went eight or nine games the last year. He, he had injuries. He was playing Sanchez and somebody else at quarterback. That's right. Yep. And look what he did with Foles that year. Mm-hmm. That was the 27 touchdowns to INT year yeah. by Nick Foles. But I would say this. If a guy could ever go back and never leave his post, maybe this is a personal thing for me, I would say if Chip Kelly was still at Oregon. Mm-hmm. And I know they're back kind of on that track right now, but they were a top-five program in the country. They were taking over the West Coast. Uh, Adam Gase won 10 games as a rookie head coach. 10 games. And he is an unmitigated disaster now. And Frank Reich won 10. So some of these names now, when you look back, you're like, how the hell did that happen? Like, we have seven new, new coaches this year. I'm not going to be surprised if one of them turns out to be, you know, really good in the rookie season and they win 10 games. And by the way, if that happens, that coach is going to have an excellent chance to win coach of the year, right? Like, could you imagine if Salah mm-hmm. does this in New York with the Jets? If they go, go, go 10 and 7? Well, yeah, but I can't. That's not happening. But, okay, okay, but I mean, how, these new yes. coaches always take over. Like, what... Like, what spot is well, it going to happen in The Jets were a joke last year. I know, but uh, absolutely. Which, which spot is it going to happen in Atlanta? Well, St- Staley's got a great situation. Uh, I, I still I have to see it to believe it because they invent different ways to lose. Uh-huh, that's true. But Staley's in a great situation. Eagles, they're going to go under. I, I think they're going to really struggle. Jets could be good, but what's they're going to be improved. But still, what's realistic? Five, six wins? I like Jacksonville under. I bet Jacksonville under. Uh, Houston, please. And I don't know what to make of Atlanta and Smith so far. Mm. I don't know what to do. I mean, they have been putrid in the first two preseason games. So, obviously, they're going to be better than, than the four wins, but can they stop anybody? I'm not saying that this has to happen. It doesn't happen every single year. 
But if it does happen, I mean, look at that list. There are not, you know, not a lot of great candidates on there. Maybe Atlanta, I guess. The preseason really means nothing, I and guess. And all, all the close losses, they should win some of these games after what happened last year. I think the two best candidates certainly on there are Arthur Smith with the Falcons and uh, Brendan uh, Staley with the Chargers. Up next, win some, lose some. Uh, I'm sorry, but I think we saw an all-time bad number yesterday. I hope you took advantage of it. Details on that coming up next. Some lose some presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. We can get a 20% boost on MLB every Thursday in August. Learn more at betrivers.com. Videos, bad beats, time for win lose. Rough night. Can't call it a bad beat. Definitely lose some. Good night. How does it make you feel? I, oh, I absolutely hate them. I absolutely hate them. Follow the money looks back so we can learn for today. Everything's an adventure. In win some, lose some. Let the education commence. Incredible push in the Dodger game, which ended at uh, almost what, what, one in the morning. It was a six-hour game. Uh-huh. Uh, total was eight. 1-1 one, one in the 15th. 5-3 final. You kidding? Runners in scoring position. Dodgers 5 of 27, Padres 2 of 24. There were 11 intentional walks, eight by the Dodgers, most since 1955. They won 11 of 12. The Padres have lost 11 of 13. My God. They took a 3-1 lead in the 15th. Tatis tied it with a two-run shot. It goes to the 16th, 5-3 final score. Well, you start with a guy on second base. How about 10, 11, 12? Nothing. No runs. Let's go 16 innings with that. Well, this was a moose. Fenway. Boston, Minnesota under 10.5. 4-2, bottom of the ninth. 9-6 final. Another Red Sox game with a vicious beat with the total. My God. Bad for the books. Astros 220 up to 260. Came back to beat the Royals. Twins plus 160 down to 130. And also bad for the books. People said, no, no way it can be that. Did the books not know Weir was pitching? In the little, how do you put up a 10 and a half with Weir? Forget about runs. What's he allowed? One hit? One hit in the last 600 pitches? That's correct, yeah. <laughs> I could not believe that number. Some people said it moved to seven. I, I don't know. I guess it may have. I have no idea. Well, but that, that's too high. Ten and a half. You're was not scoring out, off this kid. Ten and a half was. Out, it was one of the worst numbers I can recall. They won one nothing and one, he, one nothing. Got a run right away and that's all he needed. No hitter. Fourteen strikeouts again. So I follow some people who are really good at little league. One guy's like thirteen and three so far. Oh God. Thirteen and three. Yeah. He evidently he does this like every single year because the books have no idea what they're doing. Apparently. So. With that. Ten and a half with this kid. He's one of the best little league pitchers we've ever seen. Oh, yeah, so, Paulie, I know you you don't want to piss all over it. Uh, oh, I already how does have. that taste, huh? I already have. That's no, garbage. It's not garbage. No, no. Can I get five dimes on. Uh... Well, it's not garbage when you can take <laughs> advantage of really bad well, numbers like on. that. Yeah. Well, what are they taking? I guess money's money, but what are they taking? A hundred dollars? Uh, a little bit more than that. Are they okay? Lose some Angels one sixty up to two twenty. Thanks a lot. Angels bullpen. They blow it. The losing streak comes to an end. Tigers plus 140 down to 110. The Phillies 135 up to 155. They've lost the last six starts combined by Nola and Wheeler. Get out of here. Always subscribe. Be a part of the team. Get involved with everything we do. Just look at the videos. vcin.com. This is Frank. Frank's just looking out the window through the blinds. Then the owner gets cute and shuts the blinds. He goes, I'm, I'm counting cats. 
I'm checking things out here. <laughs> he just stands up on the top of the couch and opens the blinds again. I'm the watchdog. Yeah, what'd you do that here. for? Look, look at the look, the face. It's like, I'm enjoying myself. What's wrong with you? It's a nice day outside. Yeah, ridiculous. And I love this guy. Blue. The French bulldog born deaf. He's got the little hot dog, it looks like. A little help from his friends here. Tag team effort. He goes, <laughs> it's right there. And he spits, he spits out part of the, the bun. Not having it. It just spits it out. He's going to town. Look at him. Grabbing it. Portly fellow. I love uh, yeah. him. Oh, he steals it from him. I missed that the first time. He looks over and he steals it from him there. And we've Huskies like to sing, but this is opera dog. Get into it. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, nailed it. Just hanging out by the window, cranking out some tunes. Awesome. I, I don't know if I find that enjoyable. No? Or not. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Do you have Bat Dog? Do you have time for Bat Dog? This is this, this, this has been all over social This is awesome. Forget forget the Bat Boy. We got the Bat Dog. Comes out after every plate appearance, goes to home plate, grabs the bat, brings it right back to the dugout. It's all over it. Myrtle Beach? Good looking fella. That's awesome. One lose some. Got the cat video. Oh, this is this is tough. Pay to attention watch. here. Yeah, he's watching Lion King on the big screen. He's standing up. Oh! Watch the chin. Falls right down. You nailed it. The head seems to be okay, but it looks like he got the chin on the way down. Ricochets right off. Oh! oh he sees the big fellow, the lion, and he freaks out. Yeah. I don't blame him. Win some, lose some, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. 20% boost on MLB every Thursday in August. Learn more at BetRivers.com. Great videos, as always. Yep. Good email here from Mike. Uh, email is always open, ftm at vcin.com. On the Gulf Coast, I was able to still get Utah at 14-1 to win the Pac-12. <laughs> what? As we say, always be shopping. When, when do you get it? Uh, you sent right me an email. I don't, I'm guessing like this week, whatever. You're still able to get it at 14-1. 4-1 now, Bill Hill. And they allow, at least out here. And they allow parlays. So he put Texas San Antonio. No parlay. Nevada, Utah, and uh, Lafayette. 10 bucks pays 7200 I know chances of hitting, he says, are almost zero, but what the hell. All right. It's a combination of plays between Paul Stone and Brad Powers. Well, you know, the thing about William Hill is when Utah plays, they all drive across the... Yeah. There's a small drive there from Utah to Nevada. Where What's that? Is it Winnemucca? Win something. I forget that. Win, win some? Win, win, no, it starts with a win. I don't think it's Winnemucca. <laughs> Matt I, I, am, I am not good with like... Anyways, it's a short yeah. drive, and they come over, then you see huge moves... Right before the game on Utah, because all the Utah fans drive over to Nevada and make the bet. Humans was talking about that when he was covering the uh, 98 NBA Finals for the Chicago Tribune. In Salt Lake City, he would make the drive over and he'd be betting on the games. He told us that last year during the last dance. That's great. The other thing, too, oh, we got a good tweet on this about David Baker. Excellent appearance yesterday, ODB. Uh-huh. I want, that's a great story about Phil Ivey and the high stakes. That was right. That was Michael Jordan. With the Michael Jordan article we, re- we read. Oh, yeah. About, I want to see what your threshold is. That's right. What's $5 million, to $2 million to Michael Jordan? When he would play in poker you, games yeah. with other teammates. Yeah. yeah. Could, or, or, or also the golf. Okay, tough guy. Can you make a putt with a million dollars on the line? Right. Let's go. That's nothing for me. Let's go. How about, how about $100,000 $100, for this putt? That's, what what's, what yeah. gets you excited? And what here's the thing. Going? like What, what percentage I, of poker players are actually like that? At this point of their of their lives, right? I want it to hurt. I like, want it to like, sting. 
Like 98% are probably like that. I need yeah. to have money, enough money on this to make it worth my time. Great explanation. I got to feel Baker something here. Yeah, great explanation. Then. You're going to change how you feel and how you play. And that's that's nothing for Ivy. I mean, you're thinking about all the money in the hand. Oh, my God, he just called. He put me all in. What am I going to do? That's that's through two houses. What am I going to do? Yeah. Ivy doesn't think like that. As David Baker said, it's just video game credits. Well, and that's why when you're playing a game, when you're playing video poker and you hit like a monstrous jackpot, Let's say you have like a rollover on Ultimate X and it pays like eight times and you hit a you know a royal flush. It's tough to go back at that time to pay, you know, to play ten cents or twenty five cent video poker. Yeah. What's the fun in you that? Step up your denomination. That's that's the dangerous of it. Yeah. That's yeah. How, yeah. True. The dangerous side. Um, today's Major League Baseball card is up next. Keegan Aiken scheduled to start for Baltimore. You know what to do. You listen to the show. Uh, you won't believe how bad he's been in the same inning going back months. Details coming up. Get ready for this weekend's Traverse Stakes at Saratoga with some help from our friends at First Bet. They're offering a money-back special. Cash back up to $10 if your horse finishes second or third on all races at Saratoga on Traverse Day. Also, you can get in on the All-Stakes Pick 5. Register at ExpressBet.com and hit the Traverse All-Stakes Pick 5 on races 8 through 12. And you can split $10,000. For more info, visit vsin.com slash horses for details. And when you go to vsin.com slash horses, you get that new feature, Daily Saratoga picks from Ed Sihan, veteran handicapper, vcin.com slash horses. Thanks to RJ, Wendover, Nevada. Yep. Wendover, population of about 4,000, where all the Utah fans go to bet the game, usually day of. I'm looking at usually uh, get crazy line movements in their games. I'm looking at Google Images right now. Beautiful area. Yeah. Chick-fil-A? I don't know Ask how... humans. What, they have anything there? Yeah, off of... Uh, they got Sonic? Off of exit 171. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I don't know how updated this photo is, but it looks like they have a pepper mill there. All right. Of all things. There's a Burger King and McDonald's, a couple Chevrons. All right. Let's go gamble a little bit, huh? Live a little. Up in Wendover, Nevada. You know, they got me a McDonald's again. What happened? Told me to pull up. And you said no chance. I said no. I go, I know you're scam. I, I, people in the know tell me it's about how many cars get through the drive-thru. That's how you're graded with efficiency. They went to the bullpen on me. Then a manager came in over the top, and she asked me as well. I go, what? Another girl comes in. Can you pull up? We're waiting on your fries. We want them to be hot, she says. I don't like them hot. Two cars behind me got their food before I did. I ordered a McDouble and a fry and a Coke. That is outrageous. How about this? How about you maybe cut out fast food once in a no, while? No, please. Come on. I'm, I, I, can't, uh, I can't. I don't want to wait. I just, or, I want, when I'm hungry, I want the food now. Do this then. Tell them at the, when you're at the window, say, I'm I, not pulling up. You could say that. Or but I, would, I would not chance okay, that because you're, you're they're concerned might, about it. Okay. But well, tell Mitch, them, how about on principle? Tell it's them fast. that you don't want your fries piping hot. Okay. If you have warm fries back there, give me the warm fries. The other thing, too, easy with the ice. You have to say that. Easy on the ice. Yeah. But uh, it's on principle. Your fast food. I'm getting a, a burger with fries and a Coke. Let's go. Don't tell me to pull up. Where are we? 
I mean, the, the, the outrage over something like this. It's unacceptable. It's unprofessional. Yeah. Plus, we're on to them now. Now we know about I knew it was a conspiracy. I, I like that they came over the top of the manager. Though. Can like, you believe that? Who do you, who do you think you are? Well, the one. Well, the one. It's great, though. The, rea- the reaction's priceless. The first gal doesn't know what to make of it. He won't pull up. It's like they're shocked. Like, no one ever says that. Uh-huh. Ah, he won't pull up. We got a problem, Rita. They go to the bullpen on me. Is it really that big of a deal? It infuriates me to no end. Why? For that small order in a fast food? It, it can't they're, be. They're making it fresh, though. Yep. Well, that's what they say. That's what in this particular instance they were. But again, a man of principle. Uh, uh, the stuff that you get no. irritated. The, 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 small the, the whole Little League World Series, I find baffling. No, it's about the parents. Uh, People got my back on that too. Well, the, parents, the parents, yes, yes. Well, that's I mean, part of it, right? But here's the thing too. That's part of as it. Par- said, parents I, have ruined you sports. As I said yesterday, as a guy who. Uh, can't wait to tell people how good you were for two weeks at goalie 30 years ago, right? You're amazed at the Little World Series on TV. But also, you're, you you make it sound like all oh, these poor kids, they peak at the age of 12. What do you care? You've never wanted kids in your life. You don't care about these kids for a second. Yeah, a man of the people, though, could ruin the kid. And it has. I mean, like, it, it's, it's not fair. I mean, the kid's 12. He hits puberty before Johnny. But why is it a big deal a- to you? I, I, I don't think... <laughs> there's the photo. Look at that hair. Luxurious. I don't want to look. It's, it's hideous. It, we shouldn't care who the best 11 and 12-year-olds are. And then ESPN has made it worse with the amount of money and all the games they're showing. And these kids shouldn't be on television at the age of 10, 11, playing ball. And then okay. the kid can't even make his high school team at 16. And people think he's a loser. What if I, well, told I hit puberty before Mitch huh? did. Why did you not bet the under 10 and a half yesterday? I bad that. Horrible number. One of the worst numbers I've seen in baseball the entire year. We're watching Nolan Ryan here, Gavin Weir from South Dakota. Mm-hmm. Kids can't touch him. He's allowed one hit the entire summer. Yeah. 14 strikeouts, multiple no-hitters. I feel dirty. No, you don't. I do. With no, that, no yes. you don't. With that, yeah. L- let me give you this. Uh, the Angels take on the Orioles. Something maybe a little bit more uh, up your alley yeah. today. Okay. Uh, so it's not Quintana. It is Berea going today against Aiken. And the whole deal here is with uh, Keegan Aiken, the third inning has been awful for him. In that inning alone, if you go back to June 16th, so now we're talking about two and a half months with this guy. It's been nine innings. He missed some time. But nine innings overall, he's allowed 25 hits, eight walks, five home runs. The batting average against is 510. Teams are slugging more than 1,000. The whip is 3.67 in the third inning alone. 22 earned runs, which results to a 22 ERA a 10.84 FIP, and a 6.76 XFIP. And I will remind people again, two starts ago, the Red Sox had the bases loaded with one out, got nobody across. And his last start on Friday night, which, again, I don't know what you do on a Friday night, but I I canceled my plans when Keegan Aiken starts to watch the third inning. (laughs) Okay, so he allowed the home run, then the bases were loaded, and Duvall almost goes granny on him. So it would have been five more runs, and the numbers would be even worse. I'm looking right now at a third inning number, just a third inning. The, this sounds crazy. I get it. But the Angels to win the third inning on the run line is plus 540. Certainly was, oh. clo- was close again two starts ago against the Red Sox and probably should have happened again. You can find the Angels to be leading after the third inning today at, at a good plus price as well. So there are ways to, to exploit Beautiful. this and bet against it. Bet against start. it for sure. Yep. Yep. Excellent. Excellent breakdown. What do you want to do in the Dodger game? What if Scherzer, and it's supposed to be Darvish, number one, I like the Dodgers. They're on fire. The Padres are really. Number two, what if one of the starters gets knocked out early? How many pitchers they use? 19, 19 last 19 night pitchers. combined. Yeah. 
There's not many, no, no one left. And I'm showing a total of, uh, oh, seven and a half. Okay, there was an eight out there. And $1.45 on the Dodgers, who won 11 to 12. Well, and Scherzer hasn't lost in, the, what, his last 12 starts? I got news for you. Uh, since we've been on the air, Circa taking money on Darvish in the pod race. Right now at Circa, Darvish is down to, I'm sorry, Scherzer is down to minus 127. It. I don't get it. Huh? That, that, that doesn't make any sense to me. A lot of pod race team for a yeah. majority of the year. Well, yeah, sure. And you're getting burned. Love this Another team. thing. I like, what, I like the tweet you said during the commercial break, too, about the Orioles. That's a great tweet. Someone said, oh, no, no, you don't, you don't get, get credit now because you've been betting against them the whole time. Oh, and, and no, not sharp. at all. And you finally cash a ticket. Say, oh, I got the Orioles. I mean, no, when you lose 10 in a row and then cash, you don't get the brag. Yeah, I, had I told you. Yeah, I, I had the Orioles. Yeah, I, yeah, sure. 20 cent move, right move. Okay, sure. that particular day. But when you've right. been betting them the first five, six days and losing, right. you don't get to brag Oh, wow, the that. number against Otani, way too high. Got to bet the Orioles. Yeah, you've been doing it for seven, eight straight games. You lost every single time. You're exactly right. That was a good call. Great tweet. Um, how about the how about the Giants again today? Small price. This oh, is what against Carrasco. They Carrasco's don't lose games. Been terrible. No, Carrasco's been terrible. Mets eight and twenty. Last twenty eight as a dog. Carrasco with an ERA of almost nine. Giants. The, the story's been the home runs all year with the long ball and the pitching. Mets second worst in hits in the NL, and the average run scored. I mean, it just there's nothing here. I mean, the Dodgers, uh, Giants, excuse me, Giants cheap again. Yeah, I don't get it. That's I don't want the Mets. Their their numbers no too way. small, and yet the Padres somehow out of control. They should be flipped. Uh-huh. They should be flipped at this point of the season. My God, it's going to be September yep. soon. Huge series in Oakland. Huge. Now this this Yankee win total is it's getting dangerous. Now they could go over this if the Yankees can take three out of four here. As they start this roadie, because then they go to, to Anaheim after this. And you got the Baltimores and the Mets, and I mean, Toronto's not playing well. The Yankees could just take off here, and I still think there's a good chance they catch the Rays four and a half back. Yeah. Tyone's no. going. They're a small road favorite, but again, like I said a couple weeks ago, I was very concerned about the Padres. I'm concerned about the A's. They've lost four in a row, and they blew three of them. When you lose ninth inning, eighth inning, ninth inning, then you come out with a listless performance and only score one at home. Yep. Supposed to make hay on this on this homestand. They're not doing it. Don't look now, but the Mariners are right on their heels. And they have right. been for a, a while, story. actually. Right. I'm not going to be surprised if the Mariners are the team to make the playoffs. Uh, Tyon actually uh, going back now. This is since June, July 6th. Nine starts. That's 53 innings pitched. ERA of two. FIP of three and a half. But a good a good whip of one. A uh, 16% K to walk rate. 27% hard hit rate. He's been really solid in that time. I bet the Yankees last night on the overnight at uh, even money. It's getting a little bit too high now. I, at some spots, a dollar fifteen, dollar sixteen. I don't want to go that high. But if you can find, or if it comes back on the, if if the A's take some money today, I would get involved uh, on the Yankees again at a, at a sp- uh, smaller price. I should say the whole the matchup: Cole against Manea, Cortez against Montas, and Montgomery's going against Blackburn uh, as they start the seven-game road trip. So th- this could be it. We could be waving bye-bye to the A's when we come in on Monday. Sure. But, again, the schedule after this road trip for the Yankees, Baltimore, Toronto, and the Mets, Baltimore, Cleveland, and Texas, Boston, Toronto, and Tampa. Maybe Tampa has nothing to play for. But yeah. you're, you're right. I mean, the A's got to worry about Seattle, too. I mean, well, can they catch can they catch the Red Sox? But they, Seattle might pass them, yeah, and they're well, playing the – that seems cheap. Now, that was that opened 145 here. I've seen, I'm seeing 170 now. And there it is. At DraftKings on the Mariners, Kikuchi's going against Keller. Okay. Uh, look how big sale is today. 
up hovering around $3. He's only made two starts since his return. 10 innings, 1.80 ERA, but 12 Ks per nine. He's been solid. He's he, Actually, he's been a little unfortunate. The BABIP has been 375, so batting an average of balls in play. But a okay. huge favorite here today, almost again, $3 against the Twins. He'll be involved on, you know, several parlays by the public today. No question. Yep. Got to maybe pick up a game here today on the on the A's. A's lose, you win, beat a bad Minnesota team, then you're up two and a half. Yeah. So this is this is the thing about you're not taking advantage of this. The Red Sox were scuffling. A's can't take advantage. And the Reds should have a bigger lead over the Padres. Padres keep losing games, but the, the Reds have had a tough schedule. But blowing two against the Cubs, losing a couple games in Milwaukee, sure, which is not embarrassing, but still as bad as the Padres are playing. And only eight games over 500 now. You still only have a one-game lead for that second wild card. So I liked the Yankees at even money. like the Giants today. And, uh, well, can't wait for the third inning live in play of uh, Aiken going against the Angels tonight. Up next, Thursdays with the Maestro. Mike Palm's going to join us in studio. Host of the Nuts here on VSIN and uh, Circa, Golden Gate and D in downtown Las Vegas. We'll have no hyperbole. Little League World Series, peaking at the age of 12. His genius wedding gift theory and a contest update all coming up next.